Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, B-Fan Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and as always, thank you for your time. Now, this is my first time recording from somebody with all the way across the country, so I got to see how this goes. So, today I'm here with, you can introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Bryce Airstock. I uh, I run the Chevy Out clothing brand, and uh, happy to be here, man. Where you from, Bryce? Uh, I'm from upstate New York, a little south of Albany on the uh, Hudson River. Okay. Now, how was uh, it? Growing up in New York, what's some things you got into as a child? Um, I love I love growing up in New York. I'm I'm really from the middle of the woods. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not from the city or anything. So uh, I'm I'm just constantly I was outside as a child, uh, really outside every day. Me and my little sister, she's like my best friend. We uh we were outside twenty four seven, always you know swimming, fishing, playing sports, all that. That's nice, man. How you yeah. feel? How you feel like uh? Well, not that I know you was also. How you feel like nature played a part, and you know, you growing up and who you are today, and how you see life. Um, I feel like it's a huge part. Like literally, every second of my day that I wasn't at school when I was little, I was always outside until it got dark. Um, yeah. And I feel like, I feel like now, um, as I like create stuff, I realize that uh, a lot of my inspiration is from what what I liked as a child. You know, like. Um, either from shows I watched as a kid or um, like nature patterns and all that stuff that I'm used to. I do a lot of uh, what I'm working on right now and I wear a lot of uh, like real tree camo stuff. Um, I've been doing that for I've been doing that since I was a child. Like I know it's popular now, but yeah, I've been, I've been really wearing that like since like 2005. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, like all that just like I noticed now as I get older, it, it really comes back and plays like a role as like even subconsciously. Like, I don't even think about it. It's just like I just naturally gravitate toward that that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah. Toward, yeah, toward shit that you was into like when you was a kid. Yeah, it's like I feel like yeah, that, that stuff always comes back to you. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing that I've been um getting back into recently. Like I used to love cars, WWE, like yeah. watching people. As a kid, and just jump over stuff and like daredevil shit, fast cars, loud That's music, sick. and I think getting back to that has really grounded me into figuring out who I am today. Because I feel like when we grow up, we tend to lose track of who we were when we were a child, mm-hmm. and even then, it's like who we doing it for is the child version of ourselves. I mean, we, exactly as kids, as kids, we uh, you know, we prayed for stuff, asked for stuff, and was like, we going to make stuff happen. And I feel like it's up to us now to make that small kid inside of us proud. So getting back to using that imagination, learning how to draw or just drawing in general, if that's what you was into, playing video games and staying grounded with stuff that you liked as a kid because that's really what's going to bring you back at the end of the day. Yeah, it's like as a kid, the stuff you like is like, it's so, it's so pure. And it's like, you really just, you're, you're not scared to like gravitate towards like what you really like and show people. Like as a little kid, you're always just showing people what you like. You don't think about, you know, Oh, how are people, what are people going to think? You know, yeah. all of that. So being able to like, kind of be free and go back to that sort of stuff is, is really, is really special. Yeah. And so going back to your clothing brand, man, you could talk a little bit more about it if mm-hmm. you want to get into it what made you want to start and when did you know you wanted to do like a clothing brand um i've always i've always been into clothes i've always you know been dressing up in crazy stuff you know trying stuff on i was never i was never afraid to wear wear some crazy stuff to school um but uh i never really i never really saw clothing as like something i could do i thought it was really something i could only consume 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then, honestly, quarantine hit in 2020. And, um, you know, I had nothing to do. And I bought myself a sewing machine. I saw saw some YouTube videos, a bunch of guys, um, clothing designers that I follow. Uh, you know, we're talking about how you can screen print, sew your own stuff. Like, And I started realizing, like, damn, like, not only they can do it, I, I could do this too. Like, if I really, yeah. if I really try, like. Put my um, mind to it. Yeah, so I bought a sewing machine. I I used to resell sneakers a lot, and I saved up money, bought a sewing machine, and then uh, watched YouTube. YouTube's carried me through this whole process. Um, I taught myself how to sew, and then um, made just like some really crappy stuff. Like, but it it, it was sick to me at the time. Like, yeah, but at least you made it, Tyson. Yeah, it was like. I, I'll probably post some of it like sooner, sooner or later. But um, yeah, just like je- like I would just cut up my old clothes, sew them on jeans, make like some patchwork stuff, and you know they they weren't even wearable. Like I didn't even know like you had to separate the legs and stuff. So like the first pair of jeans I made, like I tried to put my leg through, and I realized I sewed right through it. Um, but after that, um, I got into screen printing, which is uh, what I mostly do today. I kind of got away from the sewing, but I'd like to go back to it. Um, but yeah, screen printing, um, watched a ton of YouTube videos on that, saved up all the materials. Um, and since then I've really just been, uh, you know, trying out a bunch of different designs. I've gone through a bunch of different names, all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. then, uh, it wasn't until this, this past summer that, um, I like, I started posting some of the stuff that I was making and like, I was getting a lot of good feedback from my friends and people that follow me. And I was like, you know what? I was I was always kind of scared to post clothes and be like, oh yeah, I want to make clothes because I don't know. I was just I was just afraid that because nobody where I'm from does it. So I was yeah. really like, I was kind of scared to do it, honestly. And then once I kind of got some good feedback, I was like, you know what? I might I might really consider like doing this, you know? Because I had the whole summer whole summer off. I was like, might as well just work and then in all my free time just do this clothing stuff. So I. Uh, yeah, I started it. I released the first collection, and you know, since then it's been it's been crazy. It's been really fun. That's nice, man. I feel you on that. Coming from somewhere that a lot of people don't do the mm-hmm. whatever field I've chosen to do, and then that last part you said was uh, what did you just say? It was good. You said just starting and just posting it, and then getting at it, like yeah. not even paying attention to like how good or bad mm-hmm. you are. So yeah, coming from Detroit. Not a lot of people sit down and be like, all right, I'm about to make a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People usually outside hustling, getting to it, mm-hmm. pretty work, just getting the money quick. And not just quick because that's the best thing. It's just in Detroit, things can right. move so fast. So people just, they in their bag, they get into it, they hustling. And I was like, dang, it's a lot of stories here that need to be told. And that's a lot of people that need to tell their stories. So Thanks. I feel like in creating a podcast, I could elevate all of those around me and then whoever wanted to come on i can elevate them as well it don't got to be this whole big prestigious thing where it's like i'm choosing who i want to be on who i don't want to be on because this this and that if i feel like somebody got a message i want to create the platform for them to voice that out into the world and another thing that i think is important is just getting started i was talking about that in an episode a couple days ago yeah it's sunday right now so a couple days ago Mm -hmm. on friday friend Josh and we was talking about just being able to get started and jump right into whatever it is you want to do you don't gotta be the best before you start you don't you don't gotta all the equipment you started out with maybe a sewing machine you just saw you was like fuck it it. this shit right here 
I got yeah. it. From, I got it from Walmart. Though. It was like, yeah, like so hundred like, bucks. Like, yeah, you like, bro. I'm about to go cop it and then just get to yeah. it, and then being able to fail and look silly. Like, it's important for us to look silly and kind of like embarrass ourselves almost. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was recording episodes of the podcast on the iPad, and I'm praying <laughs> people don't walk by the room that I'm in talking super loud because there's no way to yeah. edit it. Out. It's like if it's in there, it's in there. So it's like. Just being able to take that chance and play with it. A lot of people take, well, even myself, I used to take a lot of stuff way too serious. And I just used mm-hmm. to focus on stuff and be like, oh, my God, everybody's going to see me. Everybody's going to laugh. But that's okay if people see you and people laugh. Because yeah, bro. at the end of the day, did they jump up and do what they want to do? Are they doing in life what they want to do? So as long as you put yourself in a position where you feel like you're making yourself happy and you bringing mm-hmm. something to life coming out of your brain like creativity is one of the most insane things how do you think you stay creative and like your process and how you be thinking i mean honestly i'm i'm not in school to i'm a bio major so i'm I'm not in school to do any sort of creative stuff or you know it's a lot of, i love it i love the sciences but you know it's not it's not very inherently creative um yeah but uh this the clothing stuff is really like what keeps me keeps me creative like I I just consume as much media as I can and just mm-hmm. like literally every second that I'm not I'm not doing school basketball or homework um <laughs> I'm, I'm either designing stuff on Photoshop or um mm-hmm. watching videos on you know new new methods or um I'm getting into like you know marketing a lot of marketing stuff like trying to figure oh, out how I can yeah. really really brand myself you know um cuz you know I'm trying to expand from I have a great following at home and with my friends, but now I'm trying to reach the people that I don't know. So yeah. that's, you know, I've, you know, it's my first time doing it. You know, your first time doing it, you know, it's like, I'm sure you understand just like trying to figure this all out. Like I don't have, I'm not taking marketing classes. I don't have nobody, nobody that's like, you know, an entrepreneur that I know. So yeah. I'm a, you know, I really just try to consume as much as I can. Cause like the more, the more you consume, the more, more inspired you are it's it's really that simple to me like i you know it sounds it sounds cliche but like go on instagram find find somebody you really like like different you know it could be sculptors painters like i follow hundreds of hundreds of people um and if if you even just get one thing one thing from that person you know like uh the, the way they use colors or the way you know they they structure things you know it's just so helpful, you know, and you just like yeah. you just kind of log it all back here, um, take a lot of notes, stuff like that. Um, and that's yeah. being able to surround yourself with the people that you want to sort of be like. And I'm, I don't want people mm-hmm. to get to get the misconception that they got to be the people that they follow. But if you want to be right. in the position that they're in, you're going to have to follow some of the steps that they took. Yeah. And once you follow those steps, try to make them your own. Like, say you like the way somebody do a pattern. OK, look at that pattern. And then go, how can I tweak this just a little bit? This is right. almost like, you know, like when you're writing a paper and you'd be like, ah, <laughs> cool, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me tweak that up. You type it yeah. up. You're like, how can I make this mine? So just go through yeah. it. Just figure out how to make stuff mine. Make stuff yours. And yeah. even when you go on social media and you got to follow these people, you don't have to do it on like your main account. You can yeah. make a dedicated to just watching and observing. And even Pinterest is like, Interest big, is great. Big haven for like just mm-hmm. being able to sit down and consume like so much content because we in the information age. Like this is this is for the real. most information that has ever gone throughout the world. 
at mass media is one of the most impressive things and it, it should be it, it could be frowned upon but it can also be glorified in a way it's like all of this information is free google is free youtube is free yeah. even if blocked by a paywall it's it's a way to get around paywall so it's people have a lot, a lot, it, a lot of it's just yeah. like it's it's so beautiful there's so much out like a, a lot of yeah. the internet is there's dark there are dark sides of it but a lot of it is really yeah. beautiful the amount of the amount of information we're able to access mm-hmm. yeah and you got you understand what to consume understand what yeah. you're consuming it can go against you if you're just sitting there in front of a screen watching pointless videos but it can also yeah. work with you go in with a set goal the internet works a lot like your brain your brain just gonna think whatever if you're not putting anything structured into it but yeah. once you give it an idea or you give it a task it's gonna be like all right this is what i'm supposed to do same thing with the internet it's built yeah. for you they got the cookies inside the websites to track you we get tracked with everything we're doing yeah, so- tracked on everything so we might as well use the tracking to advantage if we yeah. can get tracked. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, it's really interesting. It's really like one thing that I've realized when I was like when I was starting, like even just years ago, like even thinking of, you know, doing this before I'd even put pen to paper, I was like I was like, I don't have any original ideas. Like I really thought like I was like, I can't think of anything. Like and then I realized that nothing nothing is truly original. Everybody everybody's inspired by something like, you know, you, yeah. you're going to, you're going to do it your way, which is going to be the original part about mm-hmm. it. But once I realized that like nothing I do is truly original, everything is inspired by, you know, my life experiences and who I choose to, you know, follow and look at. I, uh, yeah. I realized I could use that to my advantage. And instead of, you know, I'm obviously not copy anybody, but you know, mm-hmm. um, take, take from different people, you know, um, you know, even just people I know in my life, like, one person I know might be a great public speaker, like, and that just comes natural to them. And I can talk to them and learn from that. Or, you know, somebody, somebody that's just like super funny. I could, you know, have yeah. them help me with it, have them help me with a video or something like, you know, like yeah. stuff like that. Like just use everything around you, all your resources. It's, it really, mm-hmm. it really help. That's a yeah. real big important part. Using the resources and building relationships with people. Don't, don't yeah. use people for their resources, but, get you can get resources out of them actually have a genuine interest in the people that you meet like even when i'm at school people i meet every day you don't never know what anybody is capable of exactly you with so be nice to everybody be kind to everybody and i'm not saying you got to be a people pleaser and love everybody and go hug up on everybody but have a certain type of respect towards all the people that you meet and it should be a base level respect no matter if they homeless no matter if they famous you know what i'm saying have that same and be able to people gonna want to feed into you what they know if you can build a genuine relationship with them if they understand that they yeah they understand that you're on a path where they can help they are gonna help and if they are asshole they're not getting too far in life so yeah it's yeah that's yeah that's something that like i you know there's everybody knows people that are like too cool for school like you know like if they're older than you or something, like they, they won't talk to you or, you know, whatever. I'm, I, I always told myself I would never be that person. Cause those people, you know, everybody's interacting with those type of people. It sucks. Like, yeah. so I'm never, never too, never too cool. Never too big to talk to anybody. Or, you know, if somebody orders something from me and it's like, like, that's crazy to me. Like people giving me money for my clothes. It's still like <laughs> wild to me, bro. And yeah. even though, even though I'm still so new to it, but like, 
it's it just feels crazy. I, I have so much gratitude for anybody that's ever reposted anything I have, liked anything, and especially bought anything. Like that just mm-hmm. blows my mind. So like I have the I like every person that buys something, I genuinely like message them I'm like, yo, can't thank you enough. Like means the world. Cause like that's real, that's real shit. Like that's that's the best. Like and if if there's somebody that I that I uh liked or like i like their clothes or anything like that and they did that for me like i was thinking about that like if they yeah, did that for yeah. me i would be like i'll be a re- like repeat customer you know what i'm saying like you got you I'm gotta a- really think about about uh building the relationships is so huge with everybody and then like you were saying be the change that you want to see or be the light in the world that you want to see it's if you feel like oh dang i wish this person would have did that for me go and do it for somebody else exactly you know? let it be Oh, the world is so down on me. Oh, this, this, and that. You got to go through and make that type of shit go. Like, even with yeah. this podcast, I was looking for podcasts that just had a multiple, a multitude of people on. You know what I'm saying? Not really a, a niche, but a niche mm-hmm. in itself. You know what, I'm saying? what untapped market is it? If you feel like it's a market that's untapped, go jump into it and create it because now you, no matter who pop off before you or who get more views before you, everybody going to know you was the creator. And even if they don't mm-hmm. know, internally i started this shit yeah you know what I'm exactly behind me and then you know showing gratitude i couldn't show gratitude enough for anybody around me you know what i'm saying the amount of support that people give me i wish i could just hug them all at the same it's, time it's crazy it's crazy yes oh people will sit here and listen to you talking and give you feedback on you talking it's it's, it's an insane concept and even i'm Right now, I'm doing it for free. Like, I just have my people on. I'm having conversations, and I don't care that it's not lucrative because mm-hmm. eventually something's going to come out of it. But it's something that I just figured out that I enjoy doing, meeting people, talking to people. I'm talking to you, and you in New York, and I'm in L.A. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. We, it's crazy how many how many people we can reach. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's studies show, like, studies have shown, like, we're not supposed to know this many people at this time. You ever heard of that? It's yeah, like, yeah. Think about when your parents was growing up. All the people that they knew, all the people in their inner circle either came from college or came from people they knew when they was growing up. And that and, was it. Yeah, and the only way you could get, like, stay with the times with the clothes is the people in your city. Not even in mm-hmm. your state, but in your city. So however you dressing, but now it's like, I could see somebody in Japan, how they dressing, bring it over here. I could see somebody in Alaska, yeah. how they doing it. I can it's look crazy. at other states and... and Think about actually moving there. A lot of people back then are stuck where they usually be at. A lot of people didn't move because they didn't know much. But now, with the world at our disposal, mm, we can get into it. All of it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really crazy. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's an insane time, and it's really – we're really at the beginning of it, too. Like, got, got to take advantage of it, like, being the – like the like we're like at the pioneer era. Like we haven't even gotten to, you know, imagine what, what it's gonna be like in like thirty, forty years when we're older. Like so, you know, it's it's might as well get started today because it's never been a better time, you know. Yeah, especially with the takeoff of like AI, artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. like that's about to add a whole nother spectrum to life, you know. So that's yeah. what we have to be able to connect with people we never thought we would connect with. It's it's so many loopholes that's about to just open so many rabbit holes that you can go down and get into it's so many jobs i hate when i hear like shortage of jobs like what does that mean is it like base level jobs or is it like you know what i'm saying do people yeah. not do something but it's always something out here for for you to do it's, it's no yeah. reason why anybody should be sitting back 
not doing something. And even if you don't know what you want to do, get started on something. Even if you think you hate what you about to do, just get into it and, and see where it can take you. Because another thing I was talking about Friday with my friend Josh is that the route that you go down don't got to be the route that you stay on. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely Freeways got exits. Freeways got the fucking exits that take you to another freeway. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. many ways to get to many different paths and meet many new people. Always be open to meeting people. Always be open to understanding people's perspective, younger or old. I look at my younger sisters and be like, dang, y'all know this? They eight, <laughs> like 8 and 11. I don't even know how damn. old they Hey, kids. And I be like, Dang, that was a good idea. I'm about to use that. So <laughs> they learn it from me. I'm still looking up to them. Like they like the greatest people I know. And they got the purest minds because they so young. Yeah. When we were kids, our imagination was something that fueled us. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. being able to we can feed off the kids' imaginations and they can bring us back to that fresh thought. When mm-hmm. we get older, a lot of our thoughts can become corrupted, you know what I'm saying, with all the media that's coming in, good or bad. And kids, they not exposed to that stuff yet. So they got the freshest idea. They still open to the universe. They want to go outside. They want to see nature. They want to go over here. They curious about that. So keeping that curiosity in your life and keep people around you that's going to keep you questioning stuff. Don't have yeah. people around you that's going to drain you or put you in bad positions or put you in environments where you shouldn't be at. You know, Don't let people... People will lead you to places that you're not even supposed to be at. So yeah. watch who you... You, got, you, you, you just got to do you. Yeah, and feel the vibes off of people. That shit real. I was watching a video that Super talked real. about how to. Yeah, I, I was watching a video how to heart. It like, um, when it what do it do? It beat. It's like small electromagnetic currents or something like that yeah. that can build an aura around you. So it's like that shit is physical and is metaphysical. Like it's real. We might not be able to see it. It's on another plane, but it's something that. That feeling is real. That gut feeling is real. So if you feel like you got that feeling in your gut, follow it. That that gut feeling is so real. My mom always says that. Like, and that, that that's some of the realest realest stuff I've heard. Because like, whenever yeah. you have that gut feeling, you really gotta follow it. Like, for mm-hmm. real. But I love I love what you said about like just getting started. Because that was that was really the hardest part. Like, I was always telling myself like, oh, I don't have good enough equipment to do this, or right. you know, I don't I, I don't I don't have the teaching. I don't have anybody telling me what to do. Like. That's yeah. one thing that I tell, like, my friends that want to get into this type of stuff, like, I really can't stress enough if you want to do something creative or, you know, you just have to get started. Even if even if it's not creative, even yeah. if it's, like, just school stuff. Like, if you want to learn something new, you have to just get started. Like, everybody starts not knowing anything. And it's mm-hmm. and even, like, even by the time I got to my first drop over the summer, I was, like, fully expecting to lose money. Like, I was ready to, like, because I had the whole startup, like, all that. And I didn't know yeah. if I was going to sell out, you know, how I was going to do. And, like, I was fully ready to lose money because I understand that, like, you just have to get started somewhere. Like, it's not going to be like that mm-hmm. forever. But, like, once you take that, it really is like a leap of faith. Once you take that step and get started and get over, like, get over yourself being worried and, you know, what, what, what will people think or I'm not good enough to do this. Once you really get over that, like the whole whole world opens up, like in whatever you want to do, like because like yeah, and just oh the amount the amount of time, bro, I spent like I bought I bought all my screen printing equipment and like screen printing mm-hmm. screen printing is like I wanted to make my own screens and it's like a pretty like chemical process. Like I was worried, like oh I don't know if I can do this. I'm not in a studio. Like I'm just gonna be in my room. Yeah. 
And like the amount of, if I would have just like stopped worrying and spent that amount of time just like trying it out, I would have, I would even be probably at like drop three or four already. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you just got to like to anybody listening, just please get started. Like, that's all I have to say. That that would be my biggest advice, honestly, just get started. Mm -hmm. And if you fall, fall forward. Don't be worried about falling, falling behind. Every, every fail is once, every loss is one step closer to a win. Every no is one step closer to a yes. So it's it's out there and decisions aren't finite. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're in a binding contract that say, oh, this decision is finite. You know what not? Even with that, it's ways to appeal because we're humans. Yeah. We have to understand we aren't robots. So it's not built in a code that says, oh, this answer has to stay no. Imagine how many laws have changed from back then that was so strict that just slide, not. Nah. Yeah. You ever know like with your parents like when you was growing up and shit was different, but now that you got a little sibling, they ain't growing up to say all of yeah. a sudden. I'm, I, to you. I'm the oldest too, so I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so like you like what happened, but things change, people change, and feelings change too. That's that's mm. a real quote. Like that's that's something that I think about. And it's like, yeah, and don't get caught up in the past. You know what I'm saying? Stay present mm. and Use the past to your advantage if you're going to be there. If you're going to think about the past, go back and try to remember shit that you wanted to do and try to bring it to life now. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what you be creative. Go into the future. Visualize. Imagine and be like, dang, what is the something that I want in the future that I can bring to myself right now? And then not in yeah. like the way where it's like instant gratifications, but it's like maybe I don't have to wait five to ten years to do this. Maybe I can do this in the next five to ten months. It's, yeah. it's way start and expedite your own practice just by getting into it like we talked about just getting started and like imagine how like you were saying imagine how many times we we didn't put ourselves back some months because we didn't put some shit off to the side you know and everything is exponential it's a it's a exponential process so the more you learn it's gonna stack and then one day it's gonna shoot up yeah when it shoot up you're going to be there and it's going to get to a point where you may plateau flat off and that's where you got to get more creative or it might shoot up and fall right back down. So life is like a roller coaster and it's almost like a heartbeat. It's going to go up sometimes and it's going to shoot down, but yeah, you're still alive and that's all that matters. So being able to get from the pits to the top is, is always going to be room for improvement. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you just, you just got to keep going. You just have to keep going. Yeah. yeah. So how you feel like being a student athlete plays a role, like, you know, in who you are? Um, I mean, doing, you know, I've been doing sports since, you know, the day I could. Like, I've been, you know, shooting a basketball on a little hoop, throwing a ball, like, 24-7. My, uh, my dad was a college athlete. My mom played sports in high school. So, I've always been around sports. Um, and, you know, I just – when it's time to, when it came time, you know, am I going to go through the whole college recruiting process, all that? Because you know, I'm not, I'm not going to the NBA or nothing. So yeah. I was like, I was like, you know, is it really worth it? Um, and I really got to thinking about like what my life would be without sports. And I was like, I, I, if I have this opportunity to, you know, do what a lot of people can't, don't get to do. Like, uh, there are so many guys that I know would would die to be in my position. You know, to be able to even just be on a college team, keep keep getting to play the sport they love. So I was like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta take take this opportunity, and uh, I'm so glad I did, man. I've, you know, I'm I'm only a sophomore, so I've only been here. This is only my second year, but um, 
the amount of relationships I've made through being a student athlete and, you know, the amount of lifelong friends that I've made and I've gotten to, you know, interact with and even mentors like my coaches. I love my coaches, man. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going to be in contact with them for life. So it's a, it's a huge part. You know, I'm, I'm probably at the gym. We're in season right now. I'm probably at the gym two, three hours every single day of the week, except Sundays. So it's like, it's a huge part of my life. And, uh, yeah, it's great. I, I absolutely love it. I'm super thankful. Yeah, what's some advice you got? I know I got a lot of student athlete friends. I myself was a student athlete. So what type of uh, advice you got for, I don't know, maybe not getting the biggest turnout in the recruitment process that you feel like you should have got, how they could keep school and life balanced, you know, going to college, because going mm-hmm. to college ain't the easiest to get adjusted to. So just little shit nah. like that. What's some little things that you use to keep you, in the right headspace because I know a lot of people can get there and just lose it all. Yeah. You know um, the first part of that, uh, you know, I went to a super small high school, you know, I had probably 70 kids in my graduating class. So, Dang. you know, wasn't, you know, wasn't playing against the best competition. Wasn't, you know, uh, getting a lot of, you know, uh, exposure to college coaches. Um, and, uh, I also didn't I didn't get to have a junior year cuz of covid. I never I never played AAU. I never did any of that stuff and uh you know if you really if you really stick with it, you'll be able to find a spot that's right for you. I I would recommend, you know, I don't know about other college uh sports but for basketball, um I was going to every uh like college exposition uh they oh, had the like the, yeah, these camps, yeah. yeah. I was trying to go to every single one of those that I could. Um and then you know, even even when it was my senior year, I really wasn't sure where I was going to end up going. I had, you know, five five or six D3 offers, you know, and I didn't end up going to any of those schools. I actually I went I, – I had a great game against um, one of my coaches' uh, teams that he mm-hmm. – um, one of our assistant coaches, he teaches at a high school near me. And I had a great game against them, and he came up to me. And I would already kind of knew him from other sports. He coached soccer and stuff. And uh, I talked to him and he was like, man, we'd love to, we'd love to see you um, come down. You know, we have a walk-on spot available. And it's like people need to understand, like, even just getting the opportunity to be on a team through a walk-on spot is insane. Yeah. Like, you, you really, like, it, I have so much respect for everybody that's a walk-on because um, that's, that's, that, that, that's really tough, man. It's like, you know, I, I applied to Pace after the deadline. So, like, I, I really, like, had no idea what Pace even was before I um, ended up going here. So, it's like, just tr- you got to trust the process, and you're going to end up where you're going to end up, and it's going to be the right thing for you because, mm-hmm. like, it, it, in due time, it'll all happen. It'll all, it'll all come, come to fruition yeah. because I, I really was stressing. Like, my parents were asking me, like, every day, they're like, so where do you think you're going to commit? Like, where do you think you're going? I was like, damn. I was like, I don't even know. And then, like, out of nowhere, I had this one good game, and I ended up applying to Pace after the deadline. Right. So it's like I never thought I'd end up here, and, and mm-hmm. I'm really blessed that I got to end up here. And mm-hmm. uh, the second part of that question, I would say, like, you know, being a student athlete is, is really tough, honestly. It's tougher than I thought it would be. Like, I knew it was going to be tough, but I was like, damn, this is really, this is really tough because, you know, I go to class all day, and then I got practice, lift, film. And it's like, then we got away games and stuff. And it's like, you really, yeah. you really got to love it. Cause quite honestly, like as a walk on here, like you got to know your role. Like, and you just have to love it. Like you really mm-hmm. have to love your role and embrace it. Cause you know, I don't, I don't really play much here, you know, I, but 
I get in, you know, blowouts, stuff like that. But like, I really, I really love the sport I play and I love the guys I'm around. And like, I came in with a positive mindset knowing like, um, you know, this is my role. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bust my ass and try as hard as I can every single day. Mm -hmm. And you know, what comes from it comes from it. And I'm just going to enjoy it and be thankful because, you know, it's, I've seen like, even just in the two years I've been here, I've seen so many, so many really good players get messed up mentally about stuff that, Mm -hmm. you know, like playing time, stuff like that, like all that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you just really took a step back and just worked every day and, um, you know, accepted your role and just, just was Mm -hmm. thankful. Like, I don't know, man, it's, it's hard for me to say. It's hard for me to say, but one, like I, I had a conversation with my dad before um, I uh, I came here, and he was like, you know, going going up to you know from D three to D two. He's like, you know, you might you might play thirty minutes in your whole career. He's like, but if you're okay with that and you know the challenge, he's like, just be positive and just go into it every day, like working yeah. for like just just working your ass off. And yeah. so, um, yeah, man, I would say just. Just knowing your role and just just being positive every single day, coming in every single day, locked in, and with a smile on your face, and like you know, I might even like I might not be in a drill, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna be clapping and talking on the sidelines, trying to communicate with everybody. Yeah. So like, you know, you just really gotta stay focused and stay positive, and that's that that's really the biggest advice I give anybody. Like, it's not it's not all gonna come, it's not all gonna come. Like you know, you're not gonna step on usually as a freshman and come in and start. Like you gotta yeah. be realistic and you know. Just accept your role and do that role to the greatest ability you can. And that, that that would be my greatest advice to everybody. Yeah. And that last part I really liked is the being realistic part. Because I feel like mm-hmm. that can be misinterpreted really easily. You know yeah, what I'm saying? People, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to ever be – I don't want anybody to ever be like, you know, like I'm underachieving. I'm not like yeah. – I'm not. it's not like I'm not trying to play, but it's like – please be realistic with yourself. Like, you know, and that, and that'll help you. Like, that'll really help yeah. you. If I, if I came in and I was on some like, oh, bro, I don't play. Like, this is so stupid. Like, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. I, I, I would take myself out of it off rip like, yeah. immediately. Realistic expectations is, mm-hmm. is one thing that I feel like people can get down on themselves about. Even mm-hmm. myself, like, bro, I'm 5'7", bro. I'm not, I'm not going up in the NBA. Bro. Like, right. <laughs> It's not in the cards for me to just go to the NBA and hoop in the NBA. I can make it to the NBA doing right. something else. But like, you know, I might not be on the court playing. I might, you know, get famous enough to play in an all-star game. That's right, right. So it's different. You can have goals in life, but the way they are achieved isn't all the way up to you. It isn't all the way up to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you got big dreams and aspirations as a kid – They'll get fulfilled, but mm-hmm. it's no way we can go look and see how they got fulfilled. And the only way to really find out is staying on the path and staying steady. And just got to, yeah. And like you were saying, accepting your current situation and understanding where you want to be at. Like he, yeah. he could have went to D3 schools and got PT. He could have went to the D3 school, right. small school and played. But he's like, it's a bigger opportunity at Pace. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to basketball be something that helped me stay disciplined. You a biology yeah. major? That shit is insane. Any type of <laughs> any type of science to me is like I, I'm 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 clapping for anybody that do science. <laughs> yeah. 
In college, the science teachers don't give a fuck. All right, take <laughs> science classes. And I know nah, that they, they don't. It's like you got exam after exam, and then sometimes you might be. Are you taking biology and chemistry at the same time? Yeah, I'm taking uh, molecular biology and organic chemistry right now. So organic chemistry as a sophomore in college is one of the most insane things I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> like organic chemistry is insane. So imagine the position he in. He he using basketball to a point where it's like I'm gonna use this to help me stay disciplined. Mm-hmm. Some people as a tool to get to the NBA to provide for their family to make money, but he like. I can go anywhere right now. I got a clothing brand. I can be a scientist if I want to, do whatever I want with the science degree I'm going to get. And I'm hooping. So even if I don't make it to the NBA, shit, I know what the college life like. My son yeah. might make it. Yeah, so <laughs> exactly. Keep your, keep your eyes open for new opportunities and, and stay creative with how you thinking. Utilize what you can with what you got. Like the camera I had, the camera I got to record for the podcast, mm-hmm. it only records 12 minutes at a time. And mm-hmm. I only found out two weeks into using it like oh. I'm, yeah so it's like so we recorded it, it was it's an oh my god it was a podcast that was, we went through the whole thing thinking it's recorded and we got to the end oh my god one of the cameras wasn't on so it's like bro we lost an hour plus of footage so i'm like all right maybe it's a setting inside the camera we go inside the camera turn the setting that we think it is off we come back the next week. So another seven days after the- <laughs> we come back and we like, all right, bet it's going to work now. Man, we turned that camera on and it was like, damn, it did it again. So I, I could damn. ask the camera and be like, oh, you dumb ass camera. You need to work. Or I could understand the situation that's going on. So I looked it up and it say this type of camera only records 12, uh, 12 minutes of this high quality footage mm-hmm. because of the storage inside the camera. So it's only going to use four gigabytes or whatever SD card you got inside of it, no matter what. Like, so interesting. Yeah. That's something that I can't change. So I'm like, all right, for one, it's not my camera. I'm borrowing the camera. So right. how can I utilize this camera to the best of my ability? So yeah. I sit it up, I sit it up and it's like a little reflection in the TV. So I know if it's recorded or not, and I just mm. record, talk with my friend, do the podcast or whatever. If I notice that it's off, I get up and restart it. You know what I'm saying? So now I got another 12 minutes. And by nice. the time I get up three, four times, I didn't got an hour worth of footage. And even though it might be choppy because, you know what I'm saying, it didn't record all the way through, I can get clips out of that footage. And now I can mm. post it on Instagram. I might not got the long range videos for YouTube yet. I did get it one time because I paid super close attention to detail. But I'm not doing that every single time. I'm trying to sit down and have a conversation. Right. So it's like, boom. Now I can get these clips out and boost it out. What can I do with that? Maybe it'll boost my clientele and bring people to the uh bring people to the podcast, bring people to the platform, and now they're gonna be anticipating the YouTube video. So right. I can't get, I can't get everything at once, but I can do some with what I got. I'm not about to just go let the camera go because they don't record all the way through. I'm going to take these clips and I'm going to utilize them. I'm going to push them out. I'm going to push them out. I'm going to try to get at least one clip a day posted or one clip every other day to keep people in the loop. You know what I'm saying? So it's other yeah. ways to do the shit that you want to do. And everything don't got to go the way it's planned in your brain for it to yeah. go right. And Not, I, yeah. I, I hate to say it, but it's it's really so simple. Like, like yeah. 
you take the cards you're dealt, bro, and you just work. Like, just do. Like, you really just got to do work, bro. Like, every single day, just be ready to work. And that's, you just have to deal with it. That's how it is. And that's the only way, that's the only way things get done. Like, nothing, nothing, nothing is going to just be handed to you. Like, absolutely nothing. You have to work for it. And imagine, like, the skills that you get from falling short. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. imagine if every single pair of pants that you sold when you first got the song went the right way. You know what I'm saying? Now you don't know what you could do wrong along in the future when it, like, count even more. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Failures count. I'm not saying it's, like, you're going to, you know, regress super bad, but your failures count, and coming up short counts. So it's, like, everything counts. So if he would have went through and did everything perfect from the jump, he don't got nothing to learn. If I didn't got a camera that record all the way through – I would never learn how to edit clips on cap cut. I would never exactly, learn how yeah. and condense with what I got. Imagine I imagine it was like I got the videos and they go so good for so long. And then one day when my channel then built up, the camera stopped working. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? And you're done. You would have had no idea. <laughs> yeah. But since it happened now, when I first getting started, where it really don't matter, like in the grand scheme of things. I know I'm gonna look back and maybe a few years, even later this year, and be like, that camera not working really didn't mean shit because I didn't have yeah. more podcasts and more experience. Think of everything as a, a learning objective. You like, mm, what can I go outside and learn today? Who can I learn from? And what can I pick up today? Mm-hmm. If school getting down on you and it just seems super stressful, don't think of it as, oh no, I'm so depressed, I'm so stressed. Sit back and be like, you know what? How can I utilize this stress? Because mm-hmm. it is, you know what I'm saying? Shit gonna get yeah. even more when you get older you're gonna have kids you're gonna have a family and what you're gonna do when you get older and shit going wrong up there is you're just gonna sit back and cry i mean it's nope. okay to cry but you're just gonna sit yeah. there and not take control of your your life or is you gonna be like you know in college i had biochem homework i mean i had organ organic chemistry homework and i had biology homework the same night and i had a midterm the same week how did i navigate through that because i'm still alive today so if that's stressful i should be able to get through that so Take time to learn from what's going on. When midterms going on, dog, I know everybody at college is super stressed. So we like, damn, take those experiences and let them help you for the next time. So fall midterms are stressful. How can I make my spring midterms and finals a little bit Mm -hmm. less stressful? How did I navigate through the first time so I can expedite the process the second time? And keep learning just like that. Everything stacks Yeah. Yeah. Straight yeah, like right. I mean, every, every like, even when I started screen printing, I was like screen printing on my driveway, and I didn't realize like, I didn't realize like you had to put like something in between one side of the shirt and the other side of the shirt, and all my prints were like messy and going through the shirts. And I'm like, damn, like, good thing I figured this out before people had already paid paid for stuff, and now I'm I'm messing their stuff up. I'm like, oh damn. So like, it it really was a process to figure out like all the all the kinks and stuff like that, because you know the only way to learn is like learn through trying stuff. Like you really mm-hmm. just have to try everything and figure out what works for you. Cause you know, my, my screen printing setup is like in my dorm room right now. Like when I'm at home, I got a solid setup in my garage, but like I'm yeah. in my room right now, just like trying to figure yeah. it out. And it's like, that's what I got. These people yeah. ordered stuff. I got to figure out how to make it. Like you just, yeah, you just got to figure it out. Accept responsibility for the situation that you put yourself into. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
it's, it was up to Bryce to start that colder, man. And he, well, fuck, he in his dorm. I got to push it out the dorm. I brought this, do it. I brought this amongst myself. So now I must deal with it. I yeah. brought myself out to California. Now I must deal with the problems that I face in California. Is yeah. everything gonna come with some shit? So it's like, pick the shit you want to deal with. I learned yeah. that from called uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. That's a really good book. Mm. He was like, everybody go through something. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's mm-hmm. going through something, and no matter what you do, you're gonna go through something. So just pick what it is that you want to go through. You know? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, is is life isn't hard, you know what I'm saying? It's simple, but it's not easy. It's not the hardest thing ever, but it's a process. And if you understand the process, building up to it will get easier and easier. Absolutely. The level of how hard life is is completely dependent on your level of thinking. I could go outside every day and be like, "Oh my God, I'm so far away from home. This is so hard." Or I could say, "You know what?" I'm not going to go home tomorrow and I'm damn sure not going home today. I'm out here. What can I do with my time out here? How can I I build my life up? So when I get home, I'm a better person for my sisters. I'm a better person for my mom. I'm a better person for my dad. You know what I'm saying? How can I build myself and make the people at home proud? Who are you doing it for? Have somebody that you're doing it for. Have something that you're doing it for because if you just sitting there not doing it for anything, motivation only lasts so long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So ha- have things that remind you to keep going. Have a purpose. Be purpose-driven. Be like, you know what? I'm so tired today, but I'm doing this for so-and-so. I'm doing this because this, this, and that. Let me get up and get to it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and if, you, if you don't even have nobody to do it for, do it for yourself, bro. Like, yeah. Cause like it's it, it's really like scary. Like the time we have is so short. Like that that's one of my biggest fears is like looking back and being like, damn, if I would have like just tried this, like I could have really done X Y Z. And so like mm-hmm. that that's my biggest. That's like probably my biggest motivation is I don't want to have yeah. anything left undone. You know, like I you just gotta get up every day and I'm trying to I'm trying to do new things every day. Like because because yeah. eventually like like. That that's the only thing that's guaranteed, bro. Like everybody's gonna die. Like that's how it is. So that's really that's really the thing that like in like what gets me up in the morning. I'm like, no, I got I got today, today I got to do this, this, and this, and I'm gonna do it the best I can, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to better myself every single day because you know you never know, man. You gotta you gotta just work right. every day. Yeah, and, and one thing that this universe is gonna respect it, it in this world and this country and all the countries is if you got some balls on you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yeah I know it's, not, it's crazy to say but you gotta go in like you know what I don't care and not like in a bashful way where you going around messing everybody's stuff up but you gotta go in with the mindset like things are gonna work for me and I'm not taking no for an answer and even if you get told no one time it may turn into a yes later, but you got to go in and try at least. So mm-hmm. if it's a program that you feel like you, you you don't really qualify for or it's a scholarship you feel like don't really pertain to you, send it in anyway, bro. You don't know who behind the You don't know who behind the computer, who behind the desk, and who behind the application. So it's like mm-hmm. send it in anyway and try. If you got a crazy idea, put it down, dog, because, like, I'll be honest. I, was, uh, I did this application for some type of program. And they, I hate getting asked this question. Why should we pick you out of everybody else? Oh. I'm like, you know what? What's the best way I can answer this without signing 
sounding too cocky. So what I did was <laughs> instead of typing this old grandiose ass uh, paragraph, I went and took a quote from Michael Jordan. I mm. put it in the box. I don't even think I analyzed it. I just put it in the box and said from Michael Jordan, and I sent that shit in. <laughs> That's fire. It's like being able to do stuff like that. Like if they told me no, I'll be like okay, but I'm not gonna let me being scared be the deciding factor in my situation. Yeah, I'm absolutely gonna let, not. I'm gonna give it to the universe. I'm gonna give it to God. I'm gonna give it to Allah. Whoever you believe in is somebody to give, and you give it to that higher power, and you be like. Do what you will, you know. Say, yeah, absolutely. I did, I, did, I did the groundwork. Now it's time to send it up. I wrote the letter. Now I gotta trust the post office to get it to where it's going. So mm-hmm. write your own story, you know. Say, be absolutely. your own, and, and you know, but yeah, yeah, that's it, man. Straight like that, but yeah, but yeah. So we pushing up on an hour. You got any like closing remarks? Any type of? I used to do. I used to do like quote of the day. You can still do it if you want to. Like, you got a quote of the day that you follow, or like just something that you keep with you. Quote of the day. I've been saying a lot recently in, in due time. In due time. In due that's, time. That's, that's, right. I, that's I've been, I've been kind of saying it as a joke, but yeah. you know, I've I've been saying it a lot more recently. Uh, yeah. Just in like my everyday talk, and it's true, like man. That. It's not, not, nothing due- happens overnight. So in due time. <laughs> in due time. I like that. I like that, man. Absolutely. Thanks. How you stay Air, Airstock? Is that how you say yeah, last Bri- time? Bryce Airstock, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Bryce, for coming on and being part of the Beef Man podcast. You always welcome on. And uh I don't know. Shout your brand out if you want to. Tell them where to yeah. find it. Uh everybody, uh Shav.iot. Um, it's in my personal Instagram bio and Shavyot.com.co. Collection uh-huh. two. Collection two is still available. Um, so, you know, some of the t shirts are sold out, but we still got some hoodies and pants up, so go check that out. And yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me, man. I really, I really appreciate this opportunity. And now I got a new friend for life. Y'all know what I'm saying? Thanks, bro. Yeah. Like that. All right. Nice to meet you, Bryce. Thanks bro, for was, coming on. It was great I to meet you. you. It was nice to meet you too, dog. Thanks. Thank you, man. No problem.